So, I stepped on a ladybug. Oh. So, I gotta go join the Thunderbolts. I'm a bad guy now. I'm sorry. Uh, oh, <sighs> You know, technically, I, I was a few minutes late uh, to the to the meeting here to, to record the podcast or the recording session, so uh, I feel pretty bad about that. I feel like I got to redeem myself um, as a as a podcast co host. So I'm I'm gonna go. I gotta I gotta go join those Thunderbolts. I'm in Thunderbolts too. I I have to admit I I got a call uh, and uh, they were asking for donations. Yeah. To the Republican Party, mm-hmm. and I did it. Oh, God. Weird, because we're Canadian. So I think I have to go uh, into the Thunderbolts for that. I mean, there's 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 villainous, and then there's villainous, Mark. I, oh, guys, I the ladybug's fine. Oh! Well, see you later. Enjoy the Thunderbolts. This may appear to be only monkey business, but in reality, it's very serious, ladies. Zero! Issues Comic Podcast! Zero Issues! Zero Issues! Zero Issues! Excelsior! Hey everybody, welcome to the show. My name is Kyle, I like to start the show with big energy, and then slowly get tired over time. Uh, I'm Bry. Uh, sometimes I'm a little low energy at the first, but then I rise and bursts. It goes up and down, I think. Not all the time. I don't know who I am. I'm Merc, and I just like to watch Bry rise with bursts. Well, wait, you were watching? Yuck. That's just my own thing. <laughs> ah. Oh. Well, now I know that. <laughs> now we all know that. And on that Merc's lovely Merc's uncomfortable note... talking about his energy. <laughs> Yes. Yep. Yeah. His energy is his own goddamn business. <laughs> Sauron and Sauron alone will rule the savage land. I will absorb every ounce of energy you possess. You can listen to our show, but you don't get a front row seat to everything. <laughs> yep. It's mystery. But you do get a front row seat to the news. That sounds like a terrible prize. <laughs> <laughs> Current Zero News Flash. I, I think we should start by jokerifying this news. Yes. Oh, okay. Because well, then, then yeah. go ahead. Look, it's a it's a little sick and twisted, but uh you're gonna you're gonna like this news. Uh they're come they're working on Joker 2. It's been announced. You know, that movie that I still haven't seen. Bri, have you seen it yet? What? I did see it actually. You still haven't I still haven't. I gotta I gotta see it now before the sequel comes out because there's a sequel to Joker. And it's coming yeah. out. It's- They've been talking about that. Like, that's been, like, rumored or talked about a lot. And everyone was kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. So I guess, you know. I it, thought it, it was going to be like, oh, we're talking about it because it did well. So, of course, everybody immediately yeah. demands a sequel. And I mm-hmm. thought that was it. But I'm kind of, I'm not, I'm a little on the fence whether we should even have a sequel. I kind of, I like a good standalone yeah. done. And I... I don't know how Bri, how you felt about it. I really liked the movie. I thought it was fantastic. But... I honestly, I, I, uh, I didn't think it was like perfect or anything, but I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I would. I thought I was gonna not yeah. like it at all. I thought it was just gonna be like whatever, and I'm just like, As- actually, this is this is this is actually pretty good. I, uh, it was a lot better than I thought it was gonna be. Um, there's yeah. some elements that are still kind of like, 
You know what I mean? Especially if you're dealing with, like, mental health and also, like, you know, you're you're skirting the line of some stuff where you're just like, uh, you gotta be really careful with how you deal with this. But I thought they handled it actually a lot better than I expected. Yep. And, uh, yep. again, it's it's, it's, it's it's a totally own thing. It's like a movie Elseworlds kind of a deal, uh, which is sort of why I'm kind of, like, iffy about a sequel at all, being like, well, you don't do you yeah, need a sequel yeah. to this? Because it sort of, like, did what it was doing, and it did it pretty well, and I thought maybe it would be stronger to be left alone. But, yeah. you know, I'd give, I'd give it a watch. You might like it, you might not. Yeah. But it's, it's coming back. There's and, more. Uh, yeah, Todd Phillips. I think that Joaquin, they haven't, like, finalized a deal for Joaquin Phoenix, so I'm like, eh. You better do that, or Well, I feel, I feel like if yeah. you announce if you announce the actual sequel, like, officially announce it, and you haven't actually, like, settled a contract, well, congratulations to Joaquin Phoenix, because, uh... I feel like you're going to be able yeah. to uh, negotiate he gets a uh, everything. Quite a yeah. good, quite a good contract because I can't yeah. do it without you. When you bring me out, can you introduce me as Joker? On on disturbing superhero content, uh, the boys, the boys, which which came back quite recently. I think, uh, as you mentioned, it's like I don't know, it, it halfway through the season or a quarter. I have no no, no idea how long the season is, but it's been renewed already for season four. So the the season three premiere, or at least what has been tracked so far, is up uh, in in viewership seventeen percent from season two, which mm. seems like oh that's pretty decent. But that's also two hundred and thirty four percent up from season one. Season two was like big. Season two like viewership yeah. blew wow. up, and it's it's increased even from there. So it's it's very very popular. So that's uh, and it's a great show. And I actually really really like it a lot. Um, it Again, is. more than I more yeah. than I expected to. I'd read the comics. I'm just like, ah, I don't know how that's going to work as a show. They did it. They uh, they they found that sweet spot where they. I feel like there's a lot of things where they they sort of improve on the comics a little bit, and I feel like this is one of those. Yeah, yeah, yeah agreed. It runs it runs smoother, and then there's also just the casting, and then the the sensibility and the the charisma of those actors is yeah. just naturally there that you just love these fantastic actors as they are. Oh, they so, play them yeah. amazing. And like, what's his name? The yeah. Anthony Starr, or whatever that plays Homelander is just yeah. like every season. He's just like more terrifying and more messed up. And, like, he, he just, and he's his, amazing. They keep doing close-ups of his face and yeah. he's got a disturbingly weird face and yeah. I'm fascinated Yeah, he's, he's like an evil Bradley Cooper. <laughs> who's already kind of evil yeah no it's like, like he literally like he, he's got like kind of a traditionally kind of handsome heroic kind of a look there but he's just like got this this, this weird things where he like and he knows how to play into it he knows it's, how to like yeah, act with his face yeah. so well he's got a smile and his eyes some, there's something with his eyes that just they throw me off he could time. do that like fake superhero yeah. smile and be charming and stuff and it, like literally his eyes could just turn in such a way where you're just yeah. like, oh my god, this is like, there's so much there. He's so <laughs> and good. and every time I see that, I think about that news story that we talked about of like him beating the crap out of somebody in Spain. Oh yeah, or it's it's <laughs> so hard. To, I'm like, maybe ooh, it's real. Ooh, I don't know. Maybe Ugh, listen, awkward, with, awkward. With, with Ezra Miller out there, he can he can skate by. <laughs> out there somewhere. Just keep it keep it to yeah. a limit. You have one bad outburst, just just get a lid on it. You can, uh, everyone's going to forget about that. Ezra Miller's got everything. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, so Eric Kripke, who is the uh, the showrunner or, or creator of the, the show, I believe, said, this is the first time in history that exploding genitalia has led to further success, which uh, <laughs> keeps shining on you guys. Keep it going. <laughs> uh, as, as a side note, I can't remember his name, the, the actor that's playing Soldier Boy, who's mm -hmm. from Supernatural. Uh, Jensen um, Eccles. I haven't gotten there yet, but yeah. Jensen Eccles, yeah. Yeah. He was on... 
uh, Seth Meyers show and talking to him and the same showrunner of this is the showrunner of Supernatural. So the two of them right. know each other very well. Oh, okay. And he was like, oh, I'm on his show now. And it's and I guess apparently uh, uh, he said, the thing is, you, you never let that showrunner know um, what your fear is or things that you're uncomfortable with oh, are man. because he will write it into the show and like, <laughs> drive it home for the rest of the season. Dear apparently. Lord. I know. So he's like, something's coming up, apparently, that, yeah, he was like, yeah, made me very uncomfortable. Oh, my <laughs> so, God. I mean, like, that I'm, sounds... I'm curious, I'm curious what in the boys can make somebody uncomfortable. I what chuckle can't? when I hear it, but I'm like, I yeah. hope it's not actually upsetting. <laughs> it might yeah, be. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you just don't know. That was diabolical. And yeah, so uh, we've known about this for a little while, that... Uh, there's a new Ninja Turtles game coming out, uh, Shredder's Revenge. So it's it's mm-hmm. basically a love letter to the old arcade games. One of the developers, Dimetsu, uh, I think they there's a number of people involved, uh, but they had made the the Scott Pilgrim video game. If you played that, so yeah. it's very that. There's people I think who might have even worked on like the Game Boy Advance Turtles game, which was really cool. Yeah, the 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 2003 uh, Game Boy Advance TMNT. Uh, the stuff they they worked on uh, Streets of Rage four yeah there there's a good pedigree there very good pedigree so it looks awesome so they uh, they just announced in the last uh, couple of days that uh, a few things first off they're adding Casey Jones is going to be a playable character so you have the four turtles mm-hmm. Splinter April and Casey which cool uh, there's also six player mode which I don't think they announced before so. You know, online or in person, you could have six people playing this thing instead of that's like you know too the, many the people. Floor. You need that's a, a double people. wide. Yeah. You need a double wide screen like that uh, that X Men game. Oh, all yeah. screens are double wide screens now. Okay, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> and lastly, this thing is out uh, friggin' tomorrow. It is out June sixteenth tomorrow as of mm. release date. So, um, yeah. And, and limited run games, the, this is sort of what they do a lot of times with these games, where they're mostly, they're digital releases, and then limited run games puts out a limited run physical release, um, which is cool in a sense. I got that for the Scott Pilgrim coming out again, because it had, like, a cool, like, Genesis case and stuff like that. And I'm like, all right. Like, mm. they had, like, a poster, like, of, like, you know, Pixel Toronto. I'm like, this is cool. But, um... The problem is, though, that they have pre-orders going until, like, July 10th, I think, and then then they start producing them. So if you want to play this game right away when it gets released, you getting the physical copy is not... You're going to get it eventually, which sucks. You, okay, with with the physical copy, there really ought to be a, a, a code for the for the download. There should be an immediate code. They should get you should get yeah. a code right away. Like it's like here, you yeah. can download it right now. You can, here you get the digital copy for free, so you can play it right away, and then you get the physical copy when it comes. Um, and I didn't see anything saying that anyway, so, you know, hopefully that does exist, that should exist, because if you have to wait for the physical copy, that means you don't get to play it when it comes out, that's no good. Yeah, yeah, yep. agreed. Like, literally they have just insane, like, $200 versions that have, like, a little arcade cabinet replica and, like, a soundtrack CD, a strategy guide, like, a, sh- a shadow box you could put stickers in, it's absolutely bonkers. And I, I and can't... four live turtles. Yeah. Yeah, and a little jar of, of toxic waste. And a small child named Chet. He's very clumsy. Try it out. See what happens. Cowabunga! It's too much. I can't justify it, but uh, I'm very excited to play this game. And yeah, we don't know if it's cross-platform either. That'd be cool, but who knows? Yeah, we'll but, see. But uh, it, looks, it looks incredible, and I can't wait to fight as Casey beautiful. Jones while quoting the movie the entire time. Excellent. Oops. 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 <laughs> Oops. One bit of news that 
I, I'm not sure if we knew about this. I don't know if anybody knew about this, and it seemed to slip by us. This is actually as of June 1st. Mm-hmm. Um, Joe Casada, who has been at Marvel for 30 years, he was the editor-in-chief, executive mm-hmm. vice president, creative director of Marvel Entertainment. Like, he's been a, a driving force in the direction of Marvel for several decades. As far as being, like, in charge, it's been, like, 22 years. He was editor-in-chief in in 2000. He was, like, running the Marvel Knights imprint for years before that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, he he retired from Marvel as of June 1st, which I just saw yesterday. Um, Yeah. And it's, like... We're partway through, almost halfway through uh, through June. I'm like, what? What? How did... I feel like I, I saw it, and then it, it slid off my brain. Yeah, yeah. no, totally. It was, it was but, not even... Uh, it wasn't... You'd figure that would be big, big news that, like, was hard to avoid, but it kind of just got announced, and then people kind of moved past it pretty quickly, I, at least f- as far as I saw. And I'm, yeah. I'm curious, like, it, maybe there's no real reason for it. Maybe it's just like, uh, oh, it's his... It's time that he wants to step down. He's been like yeah. in the seat for a long time and wants to enjoy some time away or whatever. Or is it like my head starts spinning? I'm like, oh, he's going to DC. Oh, he's doing something else. Or he's going to do something completely yeah. different. Like, and, and then I read, I was like, oh, maybe, oh, I'm stepping down. But, oh, I'm doing this. I'm now this position. Yeah. But what I did read, it seemed like he's still keeping it open that he might do the odd thing for Marvel. But... I he has, there is a project. Doesn't seem like it. He is doing a, I don't know, like a comic or something for Marvel uh, that he posted some art pages of. So he's like just drawing something for Marvel that's coming out this year, next year still. Like he's working on it right now. Um, and I guess he said, mentioned something that he wanted to, he's going to be like directing like a movie. Um, oh. Completely hmm. separate. I think, I think completely separate from Marvel. I think just like his own independent thing. So I'm like, okay. I mean, I'm sure he's got. The connections to do anything he wants to do now. It's Justice League, the Casada cut. Oh, finally, I'd watch it. Um, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, he, he became editor in chief uh, in two thousand. Uh, in twenty ten, he usually like editor in chief roles. Like, there's eras that you have. Like, you got like your Jim Shooter era. You got like your Bob yeah. Harris era. You got like all these eras. Yeah. Um, and generally speaking, when they get replaced or move on, someone else takes over. It's like a new era. But he in twenty ten, he like basically he didn't go anywhere else. He became chief creative officer. They basically made a new title for him above editor-in-chief. Yeah. So, like, editor-in-chief was still, like, other people filled that role, like Axel Alonso and some others, like C.B. Sabolsky right now. But it felt like they were still sort of, you know, used to editor-in-chief being, like, kind of, like, calling some major shots. And now it sort of feels like yeah. they are, but, like, Wasada is still sort of there watching over them. Um, in 2019, Kevin Feige actually took over the chief creative officer role, uh, technically, and they made... VP, executive VP and creative director for Joe Quesada. And he's been there for, you know, obviously like two or three years and now he's leaving. So it might have just been sort of like a a slow phase out of that era that had been so like literally gone on for like 20 years. Long time. Yeah, that's that's what I didn't know what was going on. Like, I'm because it's such a different time for Marvel being part of Disney and just in terms of like instead of it was always just the comics here's the comics and we're doing these and this is what we keep doing and then now it's like oh here's all the MCU stuff yeah. and then that has to factor in and it's like okay where does where does the head of comics fit in and like i'm i'm curious yeah. if there's been a little of tension between yeah everybody of just like or oh, frequently have been of of where okay where do i have the say for this cuz you guys keep dictating through MCU what we're kind of 
head towards and oh we're gonna do all thanos stuff now for the this time and you know i'm i'm curious if that played into it yeah like i wonder how much of that is actually like commanded from on high as much as like just you know the usual marvel thing where like oh spider-man like spider-man 3 came out is like well we got to put him back in his black suit because we got we need to have synergy like they do that kind of thing long before yes oh yeah uh long before the mcu as it is like existed at all but uh my thing is that so I, that's my thing is like I'm wondering like yeah does this mean like Kevin Feige is sort of having more control over the comics and 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 that yeah. stuff too? Fine, I'll do it myself. Which, considering how much they pull from the comics and even recent comics in the MCU, I would have to hope that uh, you know they're not going to be too meddly because like that's where. That's like their IP yeah. farm, you know what I mean? Like a lot of very yeah, successful yeah. stuff have come. Don't don't cannibalize yourself from basically leaving the comics alone yeah. and letting them do what they do, and then you take yeah. what works and work it into the the movies and the TV shows. So yeah. you know, like I, even I, just the, there's the new Thor movie coming out. That's all like yeah. relatively new storyline. Yeah, yeah, like the Gore the God Butcher thing. That's all within the past what 10, 15 years. Jason Aaron so, run the movie is what it looks like. Yeah. So I'm just like yeah, basically. Huh. Yeah. And and exactly Isad Rubik's art taken yes, yes, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> pixel for pixel. Pay the man, pay yeah. the man. There is that exactly. exactly. So yeah, that's the thing, right? I mean, like if Kevin Feige is, because he is technically chief creative officer already, I mean, like if he is sort of having or increasing more control over the comics wing, I don't think that's a bad thing because I think he is a legit fan who actually knows how shit runs. Like he knows how the comic side runs and knows how to work with that and... and turn that into stuff but you know the other the other side is like yes but disney the corporation <laughs> who knows yeah yep. well anyway joke sada will let let's see what you do next we wish you the best have a happy mm-hmm. retirement you can retire if you want yeah you're yeah, allowed really. you're allowed do whatever you want that's the thing exactly you should uh just take some take some time off yeah 20 20 it's like almost time. like 30 years just yeah just chill out just go ha- watch the joke go back, watch joker have two. a cup of joe yeah, have use a cup your, of your money. and some, some spicy casadas. Exactly. Get the $200 Radical Edition of uh, Shredder's Revenge uh, from Limited Run Games. Still you're still talking rich. about this. You're rich. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's the fade out right there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I knew what was happening. <laughs> I just like when you start doing that. And it's like, he does know. <laughs> Welcome to the warm-up! Okay, so for the warm-up today, I just have a question. Um, and this kind of spawns, like, our, our main topic, we're going to be talking about the Thunderbolts a bit. And this uh, spawns out of that a little bit. Uh, but the question is, and, and let me walk through it a bit, what if the heroes in and whoever in comics weren't drawn so pretty? Uh, this comes out of, I was, I was researching some Thunderbolt stuff. Frank quietly. Gotcha. Uh, yeah. Um, (laughs) and it it was something in the background. Like they were talking about whatever, some of the characters and they flashed. Uh, It was a picture of the, I I believe the Illuminati. So there's like, you know, Black Bolt and Professor X and everybody in the background. And I'm pretty sure I recognize it. I'm pretty sure it's an Alex Maleev drawing. I'm pretty sure I have the comic somewhere. I love Alex Maleev's work, but sometimes it can go look a little wonky. And the reason it looks a little wonky is because he draws 
people's faces especially well in that they look like normal people. Like he knows how to just draw Right. You know, it's not like it's not the John Byrne you have the huge yeah. jaw with a little dimple and Dimply everybody do. looks kind of the same. Uh no offense to John Byrne. But some offense to John Byrne. Um there was there was these the Illuminati in the background and there was Namor in the back who Yes, you got ugly Namor. Is it's ugly Namor. He looks <laughs> he looked like I, I don't know like an extra cast member of like King of Kensington or something. Like it was just yeah. Oh wow. Like he's a, like Oh a yeah, I, sweat, I see this. Sweat hog from the Welcome Back Cotter or something. Like I realize those are two 70s references that a lot of people won't get, but they they look awkward. It, it, it's like, yeah. like, Neymar, when you're not the king of Atlantis, what are you doing? Well, I'm a plumber in Queens. Like, it had that sort of look to yes. it. Like, you could have, he could have just had like a bald top and just a little side bit of hair, and he just looked awkward. He's kind of got those like high peaks, you know, with his hair as yeah, is. Yeah. Where it's- but it, it, I believe it, extended yeah. it and it was even more it was like he almost looked like my hair as i yeah yeah my head. you had like um, he was a very receding hairline he looks a little like yeah i mean sue you you made the right call sticking with reed i think <laughs> and i think it's it's evolved over time so when like comics first started with like action comics number one and and detective comics and stuff the drawing obviously wasn't as defined and refined as we have now you have like alex ross sort of stuff that's yeah. like borderline photorealistic mm-hmm. it looks much different but even then like just the body types and that were they weren't hardcore muscle-bound people but it's also like with the culture like you get to 80s muscle movies and action right. movies, and everybody's jacked and right everybody's the handsomest and most beautiful well, people I mean, of I all mean, you look you look at it now with with movies and they're they're even more yeah. physically it's it's almost gross <laughs> It is. It is. It's disturbing, and it's it's a reflection of of the comics where that became the thing. And George Reeves and Adam West, like, yeah. Well, George Reeves and Adam West back in those days with their like spandex suits on, it's like, yeah, yeah. like they look like yeah. they look like dudes. Yeah, just regular guys. Yeah. And then there's also the flip side of uh, there's pictures, like actual photos of people and people on camera, and then there's drawing it, which can look even stranger if you're not right. drawing that iconic sort of thing. But like. Even just having like the Avengers looking as everyday people. Like, yeah, or... I think there's there's some characters that probably should be hot, and I think Namor is one of them. I think there's other ones yeah. that where you can he's a fish boy get away with them like looking like an average person, like Hank Pym. Hank Pym should not be. Yeah. Hank Pym should just look like you know some dude. Yeah, I agree. Like Nick Offerman. Yeah. Yeah. Nick Offerman as Hank Pym. Yeah. Well, Nick Offerman as Hank Pym, actually, I, I do want to see that now quite badly. With his actual <laughs> with that, his actual wife is Jan, like Megan Mullally. Yes, That'd yes. be pretty good. Oh, yeah. That'd, That'd be, be fine. Great. But just somebody regular, like like John Ritter or somebody who's just like yes. a regular, just, yeah. John Ritter as Captain America. Is, uh, is like Paul Rudd jacked? I can never tell. He seems like he's usually well, he wearing it. He became jacked. He, he was jacked. jacked during Ant-Man. Well, he sure did, but I feel like, did did he get like a shirtless thing where he's like walking around like Chris Hemsworth? I don't think so. They, they at least try to no, make him no. seem like a normal dude. He, he's got a, he's got a part where he's like, he's like putting rubbing alcohol in something and he's like, oh my f***ing abs. Oh, I'm Paul Rudd. 
I mean, obviously he's a beautiful man, but I'm just saying, like, you know, at least try to get the energy of, like, normal, normal Ur dudes compared to walking gods. Or even, like, you know, have Iron Man looking like the Sicilian from The Princess Bride. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Just, like, just embrace it. It's like, just a regular guy. Never go in against the Sicilian when death is on the line! I mean, he's not that regular. Got, he's uh, got that extra fingy. He's a rich, soft boy, and he's frequently got substance issues. I mean, like, I, I think you know, let him, let him. I don't know. I mean, little... do you know anything about celebrities? They're all perfect. Yeah, they are. Mm. They're all rich beyond belief because they true. can they can afford you know fancy training and stuff. What are you doing on your off time? I'm training seven days a week. No, yeah. oh, okay. I'm eating these. But cubes. I like. But you're drawing them, like have them, have them drawn. Like Storm is a little less Halle Berry and a little more Whoopi Goldberg. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah. We had, uh, I mean, well, what do you call it? You Whoopi had uh, David Harbor as uh, Red Guardian. That was a. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, that's true. Big, that's big, true. sloppy beard, yeah. kind of little doughy dude. I mean, uh, and then he precedents. got all buff. Yeah, that's true. He did get all buff. <sighs> one guy can one guy not get all buff? Should we just get buff? I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> you got you got that good beard too. You could uh, you could do a good Red Guardian uh, cosplay. I think Kyle, you could you could kill it. Yeah. Thank yeah. you. He's got the right beard. He Thank has you. the right beard. I mean, I I think I can't remember. I think Merc, you got me a, a Red Guardian toy, and oh, I, I did. Yeah, I do very much uh, want to customize it and give him a bald head. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Do it. I will. But to answer your question, yes. I don't know. I just something like to think about. Of yeah, just no. having people. Who are, where are the the? Where are the average Joes? The Louis Guzmans of uh, and Clint Howard's and Steve Buscemi's in the comics. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, Steve Buscemi as uh. Oh boy, that's a St- Steve Buscemi as the Human Torch. He's just going to be a very young Johnny Storm wearing his music band T-shirts <laughs> and Clint. Clint Howard as... Michael Sarah and Rachel Dratch or something, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Clint Howard could be the Silver Surfer. Clint Howard could be the Silver Surfer. Ooh. Oh, yeah, yeah. Just spray them down. It's like, are you yeah. using the same paint that they used for the Tin Man in Wizard of Oz? It's like, you're going to the hospital, Clint. No, <laughs> Shut no, up, it's, Ice it's Cream fr- Man. <laughs> it's from Mad it's from Mad Max uh, Fury Road. Witness mm. me! Yeah! Yeah. Yeah, we need we need like Ditko Peter Parker uh back, like gangly yeah. Aw- yeah. awkward off putting Again, Steve Buscemi. <laughs> Didn't we we did an episode with Steve Buscemi as like the skateboarding Peter Parker who's in high school. We did that. I did I did the picture to it, I recall. Yes. <sighs> this one's all callbacks. <laughs> and with that, let's go to the main topic. What the f And here we are in the main topic. Uh, this week we're talking about the Thunderbolts because the Thunderbolts thing was announced. Yeah, it's a movie. Yeah. More news. Yeah, we kind of knew was. it was going to be. They've been they've been uh, like hinting at it. Yeah, and gathering things for it. Yeah, like it's what Jake Schreier Schreier as director, yeah. mm-hmm. which feels like an out of like I looked up his uh, like IMDb and stuff. I'm just like I don't know. I'm not, yeah. I'm not too familiar with any of this, but, I mean, that's happened before. He did a lot I've, of videos. 
Yeah, like music videos and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of people start out doing that. Look at Mick G. That's true. Mick G. That's the only one I you think. Look of at Mick G. <laughs> I will. Uh, oh. Eric Pearson is writing. He's the guy who uh, wrote Black Widow. Okay, makes so, sense. That makes sense yeah. for sure. I mean, uh, they have a good track record. Obviously, they see something in directors, and obviously, they you know, I'm sure it'll I'm sure it'll turn out. They have a fairly yeah. good track record. Yeah, they have been like they've. That's the thing they've had like uh, Julie Louis Dreyfus kind of. Trying to put together a team, which likely ties into this, I would assume. She needs she's... to show up in something else very soon because it yeah. feels like that all happened like three years yeah. ago. It's I think COVID kind of fucked that timeline yeah. up a little bit. Yeah. Of just like when do they? What's going on? Yeah, we need a little more uh, Countess Elaine Bennis to mm. pop in there. And... Exactly. Yes, exactly. I want her to. She could have just like literally a end credit scene at the end of. Um, Miss Marvel, not to recruit Miss Marvel or anyone in that show, but she's just like, I'm in Jersey. I'm trying to find the abomination. What's going on? I'm lost. I'm in Jersey yeah, for yeah. crying out loud. Yeah. Get me out of here. No, I'm still here. Still here. When will they start moving? Move! Move! Well, there's the, and that's the whole thing. There's what? There's uh, Miss Marvel. There's She-Hulk coming yeah. up too. She could pop in there. Which Abomination is in. Yep. You have, like, even Tim yeah. Roth in, back. Yeah. So I have to assume he's going to be on that team. <laughs> yeah. And have yeah. her be yeah. in there a little more and, like, do something. Yeah. Yes. Not just give uh, John Walker a, a black costume. A little more involvement would be good. I mean, like, she's, she's, she's a but fun person. But then, like, this is, this is how Nick Fury started. Yeah. He just would That's show true. up and he'd talk for a little bit. But then it's like, it's... Samuel L. Jackson. He could just talk, and everybody yeah, loves exactly. it. So it exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, um, so, so who's who's on this team? Obviously, Baron Zemo. Yeah, I would have to assume. See, I well, that's I thing forgot too. about that. Yeah, really. Daniel Brühl. Well, I, w- I was looking at like trying trying to line it up with like the the original Avengers from from the first Avengers movie, and yeah. So U.S. Agent as you know Cap, Black Widow as Black Widow, uh, Abomination for. Uh, Hulk. Hulk. Yeah. Uh, I'm sort of wondering, like, who? Somebody for Hawkeye. Somebody for Iron Man. Somebody for Thor. And I was thinking, like, what if Jane Foster ends up on this team oh. somehow? No. Oh. Weird. Because, like, who That'd else? Be a who else sort of fits as a as a Thor analog? I mean, Hercules, if they want to put him in there, Ooh. or or Ares potentially, if they want to introduce Ares too, that has potential. For Iron Man, I just want. I just want uh, uh, Sam Rockwell as Justin Hammer in like a janky yes, ass suit. I wrote yeah, that yes. down too. Yeah, yeah, I, I did as well. Oh, and I, I have your answer to Thor though. I did see this, and I got to say, I, I think I saw this on Screen Crush, so I took it from them. I'll credit yeah. to them. Uh, Carl Urban as Carl Urban as Scourge. Oh, like but he's he alive, died. but he kind of died. But did he? You don't. That's know. That's the thing about comics. You don't know. He, I mean, I'd be into that. Fallen into the Rainbow Bridge and disappeared somewhere, well, and then he, could. he comes back. Because really, like Carl Urban is amazing. I can oh he's no fantastic. shit, and yeah. he was kind of jaked with that role. He was, it was kind he really of a, was. It was really not uh, portraying as as good as that could have been. Like it couldn't have given him a much better role. Yeah, uh, I mean yeah. it was fun. He but did that, a good job. That balances like your but. your Asgardian yeah. sort of godhood. Yeah, that'd be cool for Hawkeye. Yeah, that's um, the tricky one. I, I'd really like them to introduce Barney. Uh, it's, you know, I I feel like there needs to be something to actually introduce the character. But if not, right. 
Swordsman. Yes. Just put him in there. Just put him in there. He's just having a great time. Are you okay? Never been better. Oh, God. I I was going to wait to introduce this to later on, but I'll start now with this because it deals directly with that. This is where we can dip into the other series Mm -hmm. and offshoots and things and kind of start bringing other things into Marvel. And they've already kind of said, like, uh, uh, Matt Murdock is part of MCU. Right. Dex, who played Bullseye in the Netflix right. Daredevil show. Yeah. He he could be Hawkeye because that's what he did. Like, that's... Yeah. It was Bullseye as Hawkeye oh. in the comic. I think, they, I think they can pull in a few... I think it would work fine if, as long as most of the characters have some have been established already, you can pull mm-hmm. some new ones in and sort of allude to them having a oh, history totally, yeah. and then expand that after the fact. Yeah. That's yeah. definitely thing it can I, do. You're definitely going to have to, like, have ones that are canon already and yeah. then bring them in. Right. And then you have to introduce new ones. You can't just, like, have yes. nobody new. This, yeah. This is the this is the moment to to spotlight some new people. But Yeah. Right. I, I would like to uh, see Titania show up again. Because she like she's already she's in She Hulk yeah uh, but you need the absorbing man too though you gotta you gotta bring him oh, in oh yeah. yes yeah I that mean, would be amazing we can we can build up to that eventually but I yeah yeah it's oh let's actually have a couple in one of these movies exactly yeah. and they're like yeah we fuck yeah we fuck I I'm pumped to see her her <laughs> what do you absorb oh anyway. <laughs> Sorry. You're not so, sorry. So yeah, like from from existing ones, there's like going off some of the original comic Thunderbolts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's Baron Zemo, uh, Yelena Belova, U.S. Agent. Those are pretty much a given. Abomination is yeah. probably yeah. given since they yeah. seem to be introducing him back into it. For sure. Uh, there's Ghost. Yeah. Who has been in the team? Ant Man stuff. Um, Taskmaster. Is yeah. another one like it's a again it's a, like they're like different versions that could kind of be a Hawkeye replacement too in a way if you really wanted to I guess yeah yeah um, crossbones I mean he's dead, definitely but, dead did did he, he dead? Seems pretty did he dead? dead he, he, he blew, blew up. up did he oh okay. he blew up he, real good he blew I'm sorry. up and that and the explosion killed a lot of people and he was at the heart oh, of it oh that's so right I gotta assume that's he's right. dead okay uh, Batrock yes oh all right yeah yeah bring him back. More Batrock. Uh, and and with Batrock, he's got his little minions. I wrote down Machete, and I just said, just bring Danny Trejo into the yeah, MCU. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The, 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 that series was canon the whole now time. Now the Spy Kids movies are the first MCU movies. <laughs> <laughs> Never send a grown-up to do a kid's job. Spy Kids. The question I have, okay, so Zemo, obviously, you have to assume is involved because mm-hmm. this is a yeah. different Zemo, obviously. It's quite different than the comics because he's not a, a, a Nazi. Um, you know, he's he's a – he eh, maybe he's got Naziness in the family. I don't know. He has like a – he's a bit well, of a Well, but there's like person. what? There's like five Baron Zemos, isn't there? That's true. The this one yeah. is, a, they, is obviously They can't different. all be Nazis. Oh, they are. Oh, no. Oh, God. Uh-oh. That's awkward. Yeah. But uh, but he still obviously has a thing against super soldiers and against like superheroes and stuff like that. Like they've set it up where they could do a, a, a maybe a more charming and less like troubling when you think about it too hard version of of uh, Zemo as Citizen V potentially because like mm. him becoming um, basically a mockery of Captain America and these patriotic superheroes 
you know, uh, as, as this whole deal, whether or not they're doing, like, they're not doing, like, the Masters of Evil pretending to be superheroes directly because they have all these yeah, yeah. government associations. But, you know, if that's part of his thing is he makes a new identity for himself with a similar purpose behind it, that could be pretty cool. But then again, it's like, you have that. And U.S. agents on the same team seems like yeah. a bit much. Like, I just don't know what yeah. they're going to do. There's so many pieces think, that would I work. think Citizen V or whatever was set up just more to be as, like, a, it's a hidden character in it. That's more of yeah. a comic thing. Yeah, I think it, it it would be almost redundant to do it at this point with the in the MCU, but it might be. But I, if the whole idea is that him trying to do like this, like uh, you know, mean spirited like corruption of of Captain America as as a fake yeah. identity, I think that would kill in in uh, either yeah. the shows or the movies. I think that would be awesome. But you know, it looks like the, the Thunderbolts have had so many different takes on it. Like, are they going to do it like a yeah, Suicide yeah. Squad kind of a thing, or is it going to be like? you know, a ragtag team put together that just goes, that isn't quite right, or, like, you're gonna have, like, a Hawkeye involved trying to, like, set these people on the right path, because he's met a few of them. Yeah, and, like, is it, I mean, looking at U.S. Agent and and Black Widow, uh, like, they're they're sympathetic characters to a certain degree, like, U.S. Agent is totally a dick. Uh, Absolutely, but... You know, uh, Wyatt Russell nailed nailed that. Oh, Um, absolutely. But but having a team like of some of them at least being out and out villains, um, how right. do you make that sympathetic when like, hey, these are the villains and they're the protagonists? Like, who are they up against? What yeah. is the plot of this movie? Well, but it's a, it's the same as like a Suicide Squad. Like they're right. all so they're the gonna, villains. They're going to send them to you fight still... Wanda or what? <laughs> <laughs> they're going to send them to fight the Enchantress, the other one though. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, maybe. Oh. Pecans. Mm. Yeah. Pecans, darling. Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. With my heart returned, I can finish my weapon. Now tell me how to destroy your armies. I'm, I'm wondering almost if uh, Armor Wars or something might sort of give more, more into that too, where you have just like, you know, they need a team of people who who can take on these random, like, messy threats that are popping up all over the place because the Avengers are gone, but all this, like, dangerous technology is out there, and it's kind of like, you know, uh, Tony Stark mm. and Steve Rogers and Thor aren't aren't going to be here to fix these problems anymore, necessarily, so we need to put together people, and this is the best we could do kind of a thing, where some of these people are heroic, some are villainous, and they have to ma- make it work. Yep. But again, Suicide Squaddy in a sense. Or that, or it's like Black Ops sort of things yeah. that... The, the government doesn't want... They're not going to send Captain America in to do it, because Captain no. America would never do it. Yeah, and, and they also, team, like, you know, they, they tried to make a new... So they send them in to Latveria to oh. take out Dr. Oh. Doom. Oh, my. Ooh. I like Ooh. that. Actually, oh, you that's know... That's not bad. Is you that know, where that's you want to use good. Doom, though? Is that where you want to <laughs> introduce Doom? <sighs> I mean, just do it somewhere. Just do it somewhere. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Don't even you say can, yeah. where they are. It's somewhere in Europe, and then yeah, yeah. you know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, again, you have like Sokovia getting like wrecked, and maybe you know, again, Eastern Europe, like this country, maybe maybe it's a little too recent, but this country maybe used to be this country, or this land used to belong to this place, and Latveria kind of fell apart, and then somebody is trying to like remake Latveria. Yeah. That gives uh, personal stakes for Zemo, for sure. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh. Absolutely. Because it's this. like, this is where I'm We're from. Yeah. And this v- Writing Dr. this Doom. right here. Yeah. 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 Feel free to steal this and give us no money, Marvel. Yeah. <laughs> 
but that's the thing. It's like that Dr. Doom's thing with Reed and the FF is like, you know, stems from backstory, basically. Like they knew each yeah. other before they became what they are. So, I mean, you could easily have him rise up and you could like the Fantastic Four maybe became the Fantastic Four at some point in the past and we don't know about it or it wasn't talked about and they return or something. Like there's a lot of things you could do to like yeah. building up Dr. Doom before the Fantastic Four movie might actually be a smart idea because every time they try to introduce Doctor Doom in the movies already, they had to botch the character to make him fit yeah. into that ridiculous, plot, yeah, to make him yeah. fit into that story. So actually, this and could they be and they great. also have to you know beat him at the end of every movie, and it's like maybe maybe let him get a win or two under his belt before. Yeah, exactly. And then this this is also especially with stuff with uh, Wanda. Here's an opportunity to yeah. do the magical side of Doom mixed in as well because that is key to doom if you forget yes. that then you've totally forgotten oh, they you don't always understand do. the character yeah, of course exactly uh one thing that um comes up because like thunderbolts is it is named after general thunderbolt ross yes right. and who was recently most recently played by william hurt who sadly Ooh. has passed away mm-hmm. so yeah. is it like they're gonna recast that no another actor into that I mean, they could. Um, I think, I think leave which, it and 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 make the you know make the team named after him, named in his yeah, honor. That's, that is that is a possibility. I kind of like the idea of recasting him and bringing like there's you Sam can bring Elliott. Sam Elliott back. Sam Elliott is back. <laughs> yeah, I or love it. Clancy our, Brown. We're always oh, Clancy Brown would be cool. Um, yeah, I imagine they're probably not just because he actually did die. They're probably not going to recast it just out of respect. I think they tend to. Like, they do recast some stuff, but if somebody dies, I don't know if they're going to. I mean, like, I'd be open to it. I'd be fine. I mean, I, I just watched that uh, Ghostbusters Afterlife the other day. If, if Hollywood has taught me anything, it's that they will they will make a hologram Harold Ramis, and he'll be in the movie for, like, ten minutes. Yeah. <laughs> and he'll not look as heavy as Harold Ramis looked, so it's like, it's also... Yeah. yeah. I was bothered by that. I was like, just make him look like he actually looked... Like, that's yeah. rude. I haven't I haven't seen it yet, but I got spoiled on that. But that that's also you know I what don't, you don't have to. That's fine. You don't have to. It's a that's boring fine. movie. Oh, really? Not... I enjoyed it. I I quite enjoyed it. Well, Merck and I got to go fight. So yep, we're fighting. I'll say I like the first part more than the second part. Okay, so here's here's my actual pitch. Oh yeah, for okay. The, the Thunderbolts. Here. This is Do my it. ultimate fan pack. My ultimate fanny fan pack. Uh Going off my idea of, like, let's link up previous shows that have already done certain characters that they've kind of left to the wayside. Mm-hmm. Let's bring them in. You mm-hmm. can have some of, like, your Baron Zemos and your Yelena Belova and those that, of course, they're going to be the core. But let's bring in uh, Bullseye. You could do Dex from Netflix. Or you could do Colin Farrell and bring oh, yeah. uh, Colin Farrell's uh, Bullseye in. I missed. I never miss. Bullseye. Um, you could do, let's do Luke Cage, because Luke Cage mm-hmm. was, yeah. and like, Mike Coulter, this is where his... He's sort of like the leader mentor. Yeah, his Netflix character comes in. Here is a perfect uh, opportunity to bring in Ryan Reynolds' Deadpool. <laughs> okay. If you want if you want to do that. Um, Nobody knows who he is. He just sort of showed up, and it's just like, who is this guy? He's like, I'm from another universe. I'm like, ah, he's really good at killing people, though. Yeah, yeah. He's so, insane. He's insane. Yeah. Let's not um, ask like any I questions. Said, there's uh, the, the Carl Urban Scourge. You could bring mm-hmm. him into it. Um, yeah, with the bullseye Colin Farrell. You could also bring uh, Jennifer Garner's Electra in, because Electra <laughs> was in 
the uh, that's true. The, the the thunderbolts as well. Mercer, uh, which Punisher are we getting? Oh, I'm getting there. Oh wait, I I'm not Punisher. I had thought about Punisher, but I actually I'll jump to that one. Uh, we're doing Billy uh, Rizzotti, Jigsaw, Dominic yeah, West. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah that, <laughs> Jigsaw was good. Jigsaw um, was good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll also bring in Rhino, Paul Giamatti. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. But this time in just uh just regular Paul Giamatti. It's like don't hit the gym, Paul Giamatti. Just come mm-hmm. here. Yeah. Regular yeah. Giamatti, <laughs> and we're gonna put this Rhino suit. You're gonna you're gonna make it look good in CGI, right? Oh yeah, totally, Paul. Totally. Yeah. There was a God. a Paul Giamatti that hit the gym. I don't think I even saw. Well, that. I'm just saying, like they're like, don't do the Marvel thing. We're just gonna give you like an, oh, okay, uh, an yeah, ill-fitting yeah. Rhino suit that like just it's a cheap mm-hmm. Rhino suit that you could just wear. Yep. Here's your proof. They voted. The people have been hurt. You're getting a call tomorrow. I better. Uh, <laughs> I better. And then Juggernaut, Vinny Jones. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, <laughs> I'm the Juggernaut, Disney. You know, First it was like, yeah, it no. <laughs> and the icing on the cake is we bring in a new, oh, there, since there is, we, we already kind of talked about it, Baron Zemo. He is mm-hmm. like, there's a legacy of Baron Zemos. Yeah. So there's Helmet Helmet Zero, who's Daniel Bruhl, who was yeah. the, the Zemo we know. We, br- we think we need to bring in Baron Zemo Sr., mm-hmm. uh, who's like the older Nazi-esque one, and mm-hmm. that is played by Werner Herzog. Ooh. Oh, my God. And the whole time he just says, "I would like to see the baby." Yeah, that's pretty good. I would I like, like what? To and see everyone's like, "What baby. baby?" But he's referring no, I to want Daniel to go to a baby concert. You know, the baby. <laughs> no. He's a rap man. He, he just <laughs> he just wants to make uh, Baron Zemo's Junior dance like the little baby <laughs> when he was a kid. Yeah, I would like to see the jam. baby. I'm not gonna dance, Dad. I like to see the baby. And if you are a fat little boy in a chocolate factory, never try to drink from the river. The tube. My God, every night I see the tube. That or just take a, a Werner Herzog uh, documentary bit where he just talks about animals and how mm-hmm. like the world is ju- the world is just full of chaos and there is no love in the universe and there is just chaos and death and there is no justice, and we will all die. And that's like... I went to Arby's, and I wanted the straight fries, but they only have the curly fries. <laughs> there is no justice to your curly fries. There is only horsey sauce. I want to see the horsey sauce. <laughs> I, want the, I want to taste the horsey sauce. <laughs> Wonderful. Oh my god. Please tell me that's not the, the uh, episode title. It might be. <laughs> <laughs> I don't and know, we said a my... bunch of dumb shit. This is much yeah, better. I that's... was going to say, like, Christoph Waltz, like, in total Inglorious Bastards oh, mode mm, as, uh, yeah, as yeah, yeah, Zemo yeah, Sr. Also good, but you can't beat Werner Herzog. You just can't. You, you can't. can't beat Werner Herzog. Literally, I, th- I thought of this while I was at work yesterday, yeah. and I just walked around work going, I would like to see the baby. I just kept trying it and trying to, I can't do his voice. No, neither can I, I clearly. No. We're bad at this. We're not good at this, but it was funny walking around work and people were like hearing under my breath, I would like to see the baby. Like, were you wearing the a mask or not? Yes, I was. I was wearing a mask. Yeah, you psychopath. And that's why we love him. Yeah. I'm cursing a lot. I apologize. Well, I got, I got to say that I don't think anything is going to top what we just did. Uh, we built, I think, to the climax of this episode. I think it's over. I think we're done. Done. Unless yeah. anyone else has something more to say. I would like to see your podcast. And you can. Well, if you'd, like to, see, if you'd like to see our podcast, yeah, there you go. You did it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
if you would like to see our podcast, please uh, go to zeroissues.com and then share that with your friends. If you'd like to see me, I'm Merck. You can find me at MerkAsylum.ca, M-E-R-K-A-S-Y-L-U-M dot C-A. Merck on Facebook, Merkinot, like Astronaut on Instagram. Uh, my name is Kyle Lees, and you can check out my artwork and books and miscellanea at thekylees.com or thekylees on Instagram. Sweet, I'm Bri Kotick. You can check out my comic at welcometohereafter.com, and I am also on Instagram at B-R-Y-K-O-T-Y-K, which is how you spell my name. Thank you very much for listening, and and thank you to uh, Ocean City Defender, KP Merkley, for putting together the cool music that you hear this and every episode of the show. Uh, if you want to get some music, Ooh. check him out. He makes it. He could make it for you. He could make it for all of us. Mm-hmm. Bye. So long. That's it. <laughs> You're still here? <laughs> it's over.